Hello, my dear friends. Hope you're doing well. Mike Shreve here. Thank you so very much for uh, taking a listen to this very short episode of the Peaceful Prophets podcast. This is uh, being recorded as a result of a conversation that our director of marketing here at Peaceful Prophets and I had yesterday. And something was pointed out, and I wanted to make sure that we get it to you because I think it addresses a couple of very important issues that uh, a lot of business owners face in this space of online marketing. Um, And it really comes down to this. There are easy ways to grow a business and there are hard ways to grow a business. One of the hard ways to grow a business is to misidentify what is actually leading to your growth or causing your growth to stall, right? So it's to take a look at what you've been doing, it's to take a look at your data, it's to take a look at what actions you have and haven't taken, and then properly identifying what is the bottleneck or what is working so you can do more of that. Another really hard way to grow a business would be to jump from idea to idea to idea, hoping that the idea is what will be the breakthrough rather than say, for example, your systems or your offers or things like that. Okay. So those are the hard ways to grow a business. The easy way to grow a business is to do exactly what I'm about to share with you, to think about things in the way that we think about things, which has allowed us to grow so quickly. But it really comes down to, to, to nothing more than thinking about things like this. So while most people are worried about what funnel, what marketing, what messaging and throwing the baby out with the bathwater and, you know, reacting to every time a press releases, you know, Facebook changes its name and now we need to redo everything. And instead of running your business that way, we look to the two tenths of a percent changes in anything and everything that we're doing. So I'll give you an example. We were analyzing the performance of one of our book funnels. For those of you who know what it is that we do, we do low ticket front end acquisition funnels, which lead to uh, selling the back end. In other words, you can make a mini course, you can make a book, you can make all sorts of different things to offset the ad costs, run traffic at a profit, uh, or at least break even, and then build those customers, nurture those customers, turn them into back end sales for higher ticket, high value offers, services, etc. So what that means is that rather than jumping from idea to idea or constantly launching a new funnel every two days or freaking out if we have three days of bad Facebook ads or anything like that, we have conversations like this. We took a look at our book and we looked at the fact that for every 100 books that we sell for for this specific book that we're talking about, and I won't tell you exactly which one it is, but for the book that we're selling with this particular funnel, we know that one out of 100 upgrade into a $10,000 offer. So one out of every 100 sales upgrades to uh, at least our $10,000 offer, but we have other stuff. But we just call it uh, the, the customer to closed backend sale. So that's basically just the measure that we're looking for. And so you can do all sorts of things, right? You can say, well, how many books do we need to sell per day in order to get a close per day? And what will that cost and all that kind of good stuff. But one of the conversations that we always have is, but what if 1.2 people bought out of every 100, right? Because we already know that we're getting sales. We already know that people are upgrading. We don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We're just asking what would happen if we got two tenths of a percent better results 
from the stuff that is already working, from the stuff that's already working. And for us, that represents probably about $800,000 per year in revenue, specifically revenue that has a zero cost to acquire. Now, there are, of course, costs to fulfill, but they're marginal. They're less than, I think, 20% or 25%. So we sit there and we have these conversations and we think, how can we improve something by two-tenths of a percent? Because right now it's converting at 1%. We want 1.2%. That would get us an extra $800,000. You can do a lot with $800,000 every year. You can hire all sorts of incredible people, or you can put that money away, or you can do whatever it is that you want to do with it. That's That's a good chunk of money in any business. And it really comes down to, and this is, this is the thing that I want to overemphasize to everyone, whether you work with us or you don't work with us, just if you're running a business, please take this message to heart. To make a two-tenths improvement in something where, think about the customer journey here, somebody is coming into your world and buying something from you, what we're really talking about is a two-tenths tenths percentage improvement in the customer's experience. And this is where so few people in the internet marketing world are uh, focusing on. And, and as a result, they're losing out on what I believe are some fairly simple and easy profits. I'll give you an example. We just recently purchased the services of a publicist uh, we're kind of at that stage with this particular business. And uh, I, I don't recommend that you hire, by, by the way, if, if you're not like making really good money, don't worry about publicists. That's not something you need to worry about early on. So please don't take this as me telling you you need to go hire one. This is something you do later on and et cetera, et cetera. But we just hired a publicist. And one of the things they did, which I thought was so cool because they're not cheap, they're, they're quite expensive, is they have something called AvaBot. I mean, I just discovered this yesterday. We haven't deployed it. I don't know anything about AvaBot. I'm not uh, necessarily saying that and I'm not endorsing it, but it was such a cool experience because we purchased and then there's this whole bot system that runs you through and asks you what you like and what you don't like. And what it's doing is it's custom ordering you a welcome gift. And this is the first time I'd ever seen something like this. You answer a few questions about the stuff you like. It was like, do you like the outdoors? Do you have kids? All these different questions. And I thought that was really, really interesting. And I noticed myself in how I was interacting with this business. It changed my perception of what I had just purchased. And, you know, these are the kind of things that we think about in our company because, because, Two-tenths of a percent is not a significant improvement in terms of the difficult things to improve, right? So difficult things to improve, conversion rates, sales team close rates, marketing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But do you think you could improve the experience of the people who are purchasing things from you by two-tenths of a percentage point. And I think if you really sat down and thought, how can I make this a better experience for the people who are purchasing from me, I think you could probably think of enough ideas to get much more than two-tenths of a lift, right? So an increase in the outcome that you're proposing if you sit and think through 
yes, but how can I make this better? Especially if you're following our particular model. So if you're following our particular model, which is sell the book, use that to offset costs, then what you're really talking about is if a hundred people are buying that book, one of them is upgrading to 10,000, you probably have another 15 to 20 of those same 100 who would have upgraded or for some reason, you know, they were able to justify not upgrading. So all we have to do is give them a reason to upgrade. And I think oftentimes we think that the reason has to be big and epic and we need like 90 case studies is what will finally do it. And that'll finally people purchase emotionally. And one of the emotional trigger points that we have as human beings is rating how we are treated rating our experiences and then assigning that emotional experience to the person who gave it to us. If you feel let down, you will feel let down. Now, I know that that sounds so obvious. Like, dude, you are telling me some obvious stuff. But but think, of, think about that for a second. If you feel you have been let down, whether you have been let down or not, you will feel that that person has let you down. And that could be the only reason that you don't buy the next thing from that person. You could, again, following our model, so you got the book, mini course, whatever, you go through the mini course, you go through the book, you think, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need in my business, I love it, da, da, da. and then something happens where you feel let down. Logically, you say, this is the best, I mean, I need this in my business, but I'm not going to buy it from this person. Why? Because something emotional. Because you, for whatever reason, right? That's the negative way to say it. The positive way to say the same idea is you come in, you buy the book, you love it. Logically, you're like, this is exactly what I need for my business. And then all of a sudden, something positive happens. And you think to yourself, well, I think this is the thing that puts me over the edge. These are the people that I will do business with. And so when you're looking at your business and you're trying to think of ways to extract more margin, because that's what most of us are trying to do, it's not really about revenue. Like revenue for the sake of revenue is a great way to grind people to, to either quit or not work for you or to grind yourself down. Margin creates peace in a business. The more profit you have left over, the more peaceful your business is. Another way to say that is, can you get more revenue from the same actions you're already taking? This isn't about launching another webinar and doing another funnel and changing the copy 90 times. It is if people are coming into my business and look, whether you're using my model or not, maybe you want to do lead mags, maybe you want to do webinars, whatever it is. If something's working in your business, the first question to ask is how can I make it a better experience for the people who are coming through? And when you do that, what will happen is the current efforts that you are making will net you significantly bigger returns. And it truly can be as simple as when somebody becomes X client or X customer, they get this. It can be that simple. You could go this afternoon and find a solution 
I'm not saying it has to be Ava Bot. I'm not saying it has to be a gift. It could be a free training. It could be some experience. It could be, there's a whole number of things it could be. We're always testing different ideas. Uh, and, you know, based off our conversation yesterday, we're definitely going to be testing a lot more ideas. But it can be anything that improves the experience of the person who has purchased from you. And as a result, you will get that emotional buy-in that you need to be able to pull more revenue from the same results, from the same effort, from the same functioning, uh, you know, whatever it is you're doing, funnel, sales process, etc. Okay, so anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. It's not about jumping from idea to idea. It's about stacking the experience, making it better for the people who are coming through the things that you already have. If you have nothing, then that means you can start from scratch. You don't have to wait until it's been out in the wild for a while and think about, oh man, all the 10,000 people that didn't go through this experience and how am I going to... So if you're starting from scratch, congratulations, you can think about this as you go through that process. You can have it from day one, but you need to have it. And then lastly, to think about your business in two tenths of a percentage increments, not in how can I make this go from 1% to 9%? Because when you go from 1% to 9%, what you're talking about is a complete rehaul. You're talking about totally new strategy. You're talking about throwing things out. And look, when you've got a big team and your systems are in place and you're, you know, that's all cool. You can do that. But until you have consistent margins, until you have predictable income, until you have the kind of peace in business that allows for the chaos of completely ripping things out and trying things new, thinking about things in two-tenths of a percentage. Execute, okay? Measure, great. Let's do another two-tenths of a percentage. Execute, measure. Did it work? Did it not work? When you're looking at what's wrong with the business, it's not always about a big gaping hole. Sometimes it's just this thing over here is two-tenths of a percentage off. And so it's costing us $800,000 a year, right? And again, it's a significant amount of money, and but it might only be that two-tenths of a percentage, not 5%, not the, you know. It's, so just as you're running your business, having the clarity of what is and isn't contributing and then understanding that this is a game of two-tenths of a percentage. It's the little micro-improvements over time. Don't throw something out, you know, just because it's not working as much as you would like. If it's working a little, fix it until it's working a lot, right? That's really the, if I could bring a message to the internet marketing world, which is so much about jumping from shiny object to shiny object, and then people get stuck because... They're not getting the momentum and nobody's telling them, you know what you need to do? You need to make something that's going to suck a lot at first and find out what of it isn't sucking that much, the two or three points, and then fix all the other stuff until over time, gradually, it will, it will be the fully functioning thing you hoped it would be. Um, but uh, anyways, wanted to share that with you today. Hopefully it's helpful. Hope you have a wonderful weekend and uh, I'll talk to you later.